This is Liz Reed. This is my podcast called Liz Life Guru. I'm a practicing therapist here in Michigan. This show will focus on addiction, mental health issues from beginning to end. I am also in recovery for the past 20 years and have plenty of topics that can help you from A to Z. So let's get started. Happy holidays, Gina. Getting ready. Yes, we are getting ready. We are knee deep in drama and expenses. That's the holidays. <laughs> that is the holidays. That's something you can always count on. Yep. <laughs> holidays and expenses, added expenses and more drama. Yep. Every year I love to talk about the holidays on whatever show I'm doing or one of my shows because we always need a little a little brush up on what to do when dealing with the family and how much money to spend and what it should look like to actually enjoy your holidays. <laughs> I know it's a concept, right? It is. Yeah. It is. It is. It's not easy. It's not easy. And one of the biggest things um, my patients struggle with, I struggle with, most families struggle with, is not wanting to go to holidays because certain people will be there. We have over-obligated ourselves. People want to see the kids. We have to go to grandma, grandpa. We always had a holiday here, always had a holiday there, blah, 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 blah. We all must be there. We all have to be there. We all have to be there together. And it's hard if you're married and you've got your side of the family and his side of the family. So mm -hmm. trying to get to both places sometimes is just not impossible. Is it, it's impossible. It is impossible. Especially if the families don't live close. Oh, yeah. Opposite directions. Yep. Or everybody wants to have the meal at the same time. Yep. That's, yeah. And a lot of times, um, I have a patient I'm dealing with right now. We go over this a lot with different patients. Either um, my one patient isn't being invited to any holidays because <clears throat> her parents are, you know, not very involved in her life. That makes her feel very isolated. So we're working on Friendsgiving and Christmas time with friends and stuff and establishing your own holidays with people that you love and enjoy being around. Mm -hmm. And then there's also the holidays of the grandma that just won't step to one side. <laughs> she refuses to give up her reign as the head of the holidays, right? Sure. And we always want to have our own traditions, our own stuff we do on the holidays that is unique to our family and makes us feel good, makes us happy, and uh, memories we can remember for years of things that we have done. So how do we figure out what we want to do that's going to make us happy? Well, first of all, we got to think about where is all the stress? Where's all the stress around holidays? Dynamics between family members, that's one of them, right? Often we say, I don't want to go because I don't want to get into it with so-and-so. Mm -hmm. That asshole's going to be there, and I, it's going to turn into this. It's going to turn into that, and I don't really want to go. And so you have to decide, is this how I want to live my life? Is this what I always want to do? Uh, thank goodness there's Christmas and New Year's Eve, and there is Christmas Day and Christmas Eve. That kind of helps out a little bit. People will celebrate Christmas Eve with one family and Christmas Day with another. But still, often that doesn't allow you to have your own Christmas at home. People that are feeling frustrated about this need to make some really concrete decisions on you might hurt a few people's feelings, but taking control of your life and your family and establishing your own traditions is not a selfish thing to do. It's what you should do. You should have with your children. You shouldn't have to wait until your mother-in-law dies or 
your father-in-law passes away before you can establish your own traditions. But people feel really guilty about that. How many people in this world white knuckle it through the holidays? Mm -hmm. You can only imagine, right? One of the greatest things that was said to me is what you told me about your holidays. And I love it because I do the same thing. What did your father always say when you got married? Oh, when I got married, he said, um, I expect you at my table at Thanksgiving. He just flat out said it like this yep. was the expectation. I expect you at my table on Thanksgiving. So mm -hmm. I knew what his expectation was. And that's where you go. Mm -hmm. and I, you know what? I go there and quite honestly, because my husband's family has Thanksgiving the meal at about the same time my family does. Mm -hmm. We conquer and divide. He goes to his family. I go to my family. We've been married 21 years. For the most part, that is what we have done. We tried doing both. Like we'd go eat, you know, the meal at my family and then go for dessert or later in the evening, yeah. you know, for his family. And, you know, it, it was hard. It is hard. Because and, and the two families mm -hmm. don't live close, so you have mm -hmm. to travel. So there's travel time. And so mm -hmm. you're leaving one early and going to another one and getting there late. And, you know, so it was hard. So we did it for a couple of years. It just didn't work. So we said, you know what? You go to your family. I'll go to my family. And that works for us. Yes. And it that works, works for us. For me and my husband as well. Mm -hmm. He doesn't... Re Listen, we live in Michigan. His family's in Arizona. Um, he, uh, you know, doesn't particularly want to do anything on the holidays, on Christmas or Thanksgiving. He'd rather stay home. And I think he'd rather I stayed home with him, but I have my whole family that I would like to go see. He's gone uh, over the years, but recently, over the last few years, I'm like, do you just want to stay home? Stay home. It's not a big deal. Just not a big deal. Then I don't have to worry about you or think, it's time, you know, I don't need him looking at me across the room saying, let's get out of here. You know, or is it right. time to go yet? Are we done? I enjoy my family a lot more than he does. That's usually and, how it is, and right? I say, and that's how it is. You know what? And I think it's okay. I think as long as the, the couple, they agree, as long as it's good for you, yeah. you know, you go here, I'll go there. Listen, it's a meal. It's one meal. We, one meal. We, we eat dinner together a lot of nights. <laughs> yes. So this one day. Yeah. You know, you go do, and it works for us. If it doesn't work for you, then you don't do it, but it works for us. So. That's fine. And there's, and sometimes there's family members that are going to be like, well, where's Scott, you know? The, and uh, they have, yep, we've, we've had that where people are like, oh, well, I wish, well, you know what? It doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. So this works for us and we're okay with it. Absolutely. And we have never let anybody else say anything in, in the family, say anything about it that, you know, well, you don't have to like it, but it's not what you're doing. It's what we're doing. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter what should, you know, it doesn't matter to them. I had a family member say to me, where's Scott? And I said, he's with ABC, the two other people, the woman he was with and my brother's woman. I said, he's with them joking around. <laughs> Why is everybody looking at me? What's it matter if he's here? You're he's not here. She's not here. What's it matter? You know, you have to you have to take your stance. You have to stand behind it and say, mm -hmm. I'd rather be here. I can have a relaxed time. I can leave when I feel like leaving. And I think people all too often feel obligated. That, yes. Well, it's the holidays. I have to go see. No, you don't. You don't. We are giving you the the um, we are telling you that you do not have to go see. We are giving you the opportunity yes. to say no. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because taking your husband, your wife, your children, whatever it may your situation is, your boyfriend, girlfriend, your partner, dragging them to an event because that's how society says it should look and they should enjoy themselves as much as you do is just not true. 
It should, you should, everybody should enjoy their holidays they, w- the way they want to enjoy their holidays. So I'm giving you carte blanche to not drag somebody to something they don't want to go to. What does it matter? And we're giving you permission to say no. Absolutely. So I'll head out. I'll have that. Well, this year, Thanksgiving is on my husband's birthday. It fell on his birthday this year. So I'm going to cook for him at home. And I'm bowing out of my family Thanksgiving just because I love my husband. I want to be there with him. I'm not going to let him celebrate his birthday all by himself all day, even though he has sports all day. But, you know, I'll be in cooking detail. That's just our thing. But um, at Christmas, he'll stay home probably because he wants to watch sports. He wants to do, and we're not, we, the sports is on at the house, but nobody's really sitting down and concentrating and there's too many people and he'll probably stay home and I'll go do my thing. I'll be home early enough that we can still hang out. Plus I'll be there before we go. It works for us. Mm-hmm. So you have full permission to not drag uh, your other to something they may not want to go to to keep up appearances or make anybody uncomfortable. And I think that's hard to say. I think all too often we feel obligated, like, oh, I know I should go there, but I don't want to. Yeah. And I think it's hard to say, I don't want to do that. I, just, yeah, I think all too often we feel like we have to, and so we put, our, we put ourselves in that situation, and then that becomes a whole other uncomfortable event. And that's that's the other part we're going to talk about, right? Not everybody is everybody you want to see on the holidays. We have this thought that we need to invite or be around people that we really don't care for. And we invite them because like, what the hell happens? I don't know. Does like um, the master of all holidays come and condemn you? I mean, is somebody going to come after you for not inviting a family member? Does it break a family in two? It might. I guess. I'm not going to worry about it, though, because holidays are not meant to be endured. They're meant to be enjoyed. Your life is meant to be enjoyed, not white knuckled. And I think that's the key there. I think we have to find the enjoyment in the holiday and remove the endurement. Yes, absolutely. So if that means possibly that Maybe this year, finally, you say to yourself, instead of being sad for what could be or how it should be, which is often what we do, we think about, oh, God, why isn't my family like every other family? Why can't we be like the people in Hallmark movies? Why can't everybody just love each other like my friend's family does? I'll guarantee you there's tensions there. Mm -hmm. So if there is tension like that, if you do hate going to holiday events because you don't care for the people there... Why not create your own group of people that you share your holidays with? What would be so wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. There's, you know, there's so many times that you can find like a friend who doesn't really know anybody, somebody new to the area, people who've lost their parents or don't have siblings. Any, you can find, it doesn't need to be a huge party, but several people you like to be around and sit down and have a relaxing holiday. There's nothing better than that. That is a wonderful way to celebrate a holiday. But I think we really fear that we're going to piss everybody off and it's going to be an incident forever. Well, it's not worth it while you're there. Why not just cut it off and go make your own holiday? Absolutely. Permission to do what you want. Yes. Granted here today. Absolutely. And, and you need to learn that this is something you deserve, not something you have to endure and force yourself to go through. Now, the other thing, presents. Oy, presents. How many presents does your family give? Does everybody get a present? How do your presents work? Because it can take you down financially. It can, yeah. 
and I think you have to have a budget. I think you have to say, okay, you know what? This is my budget. This is what I'm going to spend. And you, you, Mm -hmm. you know, I think you have to set parameters as to what you're going to spend. And I think it has to be, you have to, you know, talk to family too. Like, all right, you know what? Let's, let's not do anything to this year. You know, I think you, it's okay to have that conversation and go, you Mm -hmm. know what? You don't buy me anything. I won't buy you anything. And mm-hmm. let's move on, or let's just do for the kids, or for you know mm-hmm. whomever. I think I think those are conversations you have to have. You have to have them. So I know when I was young, we didn't have a lot of money, and so my mom, um, we we got gifts as children from our mother, maybe a random gift from a grandparent or something like that. But mom always said, "Don't expect anything from every, anybody. It is about just being with people you love. That's all that matters." So that is how I was raised. So when I came into my husband's family, the gifts were unbelievable. I mean, I remember looking at my stepdaughter's gifts from just one grandmother, and there were 25 sitting there. Gifts for me, gifts for my husband, and you feel this intense obligation to be reciprocal. And often you don't have the means to do this, Mm -hmm. and so you feel guilty. So it was very hard. I had to say, hey, my family doesn't roll like this. It's about just being together and, you know, gift giving is for the children. And we just don't go, you know, put ourselves into debt over a holiday. And that's hard for people to accept. It is. There's a new trend. I, I'll say new just because I recently heard about it where um, people say, OK, I'm going to give three gifts, something you want, something you need and something to read. Oh, Want, need, read. And I think that's a great way for some people that it helps them, okay, put a limit, Mm -hmm. create an expectation, create a scenario so that they know, okay, this is what what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I think it's a neat idea. Absolutely. And who should get gifts? Do we have any rules about that? Like age limits or I think that's individual. I think it it goes to whatever your whatever your family has decided. You know, and well, the interesting thing is, is because sometimes, you know, I'll look at something and go, oh, I'd love, I, you know, I'd like to get that for my sister. I bet she'd love that. You know, even though everybody's agreed not to give gifts or something like that. She always gets me a little something for my birthday or something like that. But I think that it should be, I, I, it, there is no rule. Okay. There no, is no hard and fast rule. But when you come from a family that is giving tons of gifts to children that they will never appreciate that, you know, it get, they gets lost in the shuffle with the thousands of other gifts from everybody and everybody expects gifts, gifts, gifts. I think that it should, it like you were saying, it has to be something of meaning and there's no, you shouldn't feel bad if you can't keep up with the wealthy uncle or aunt. You have to be happy with what you're giving. And that's why I use with children, I always give them a book, always give them a book. They get a book along with a gift of something they might like, but I leave it at children. The adults, no. I send my mother-in-law a basket of food. Well, she's 88 now. So I send her wine and cheeses and, you know, things that she can eat and shrimp and so forth, which is a great thing to do with Mm -hmm. delivery now. You know, if they can just drop it off and she can have all kinds of fun things to eat and nibble on through the holidays and through New Year. Nice gift. Oh, yes. I send her things that she can eat because, you know, I like to think about what people need. She doesn't like to cook. She's 88. So I send her stuff. She can like cook shrimp with the cocktail sauce with a baguette and 
and brie and so forth so that she can, you know, make, mix match little things and nibble on them and so forth. But So it's thoughtful. So you've put thoughtful. some thought into her holiday, what you're sending her for Absolutely. the holiday. Right. And I think that's it. It's the thought behind it. It's not that you have to mm-hmm. do a gift or that you, f- you should do a gift. It's the thought you put behind mm-hmm. it that's important. And I just think that there should be, this is just my opinion, a limit on what children get. If they have so many family members and aunts and uncles and grandparents that are giving them tons of gifts, it, it, something simple. And by the time they're 18 years old, that's, uh, you know, stop, stop Ola, you know, and if you're an adult, then, then, then you're in our group now. Everybody doesn't need to gift. We should uh, gift, get a gift. We should appreciate just being together and being around each other. Right. I, I really think Certainly. that's vitally important. Yeah. I think that's a tradition we need to get closer to is that it's not about what you gave me or because people are always comparing. Well, I gave her a $50 gift and she gave me one for 20, uh, you know, oh, wow, what a slouch, you know, and that causes conflict in a family. Um, so to alleviate the conflict, you know, you have to have this, what is it called? White elephant or, you know, things like that, that you can do so that this isn't a stressor for your family. So moving on from that, let's say we are going to put ourselves through Christmas from hell and we are going to attend that holiday with all the people we can't stand. (laughs) We've all been there. Everybody's been there. A lot of my patients have been there and suffer greatly going to these and are just stressing about it now, worrying about it now and, you know, thinking about how am I going to handle it? How am I going to handle being around these people? One of the suggestions is find and remember an escape plan. How am I going to get out of here? How am I going to get out of here quick? What am I going to do? Which is sad enough in its own right, but you can at least continue at home or before or after. If you want to make this appearance, have your escape plan. That means as you go in, you preface before all this started, oh gosh, thanks for having us, but we're definitely going to, we'll be there by two and we have to leave by four. So it's some, something as simple as just setting up your time your time frame. Yeah. So, so they know when you're coming and when you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're going to um, hold you to it. They're going to talk about talk about you whether or whether you do or do not come. So but it at least really you matter. go and you make your appearance. Make your appearance and you leave. And you leave. Yep. Yeah. If somebody starts adding to some type of negative conversation while you're there, you turn around and go, isn't the tree beautiful? Distract, distract, right? Somebody starts coming for you going, when are you getting married? What's wrong with your, how come your husband's not here? (laughs) He's home. He's home. Isn't the tree beautiful? Wow. Isn't this great charcuterie? (laughs) Oh, did you try the desserts? (laughs) Didn't you try the desserts? Isn't this awesome? And you gently backtrack out of that situation. Can I get you another cocktail? (laughs) Absolutely. Can I get you another cocktail? The other hint is do not engage. So typically somebody's going to want to come for you after too many cocktails, maybe. They're going to want to come after you and talk about something that you don't want to talk about. How would you get around not engaging with somebody? What, What do you do, Gina, if you don't want to talk about something with somebody? Well, I think you just, you either go the other way or, you know, you got to change the conversation or, you know what? I I don't want to talk about that right now. It's okay to say Mm -hmm. that to somebody, Mm, you know what? Not the time or place. Absolutely. We'll talk about this another time. Not on my game plan for today. I'm just here to be happy. Right. I'm just here to enjoy the day. And I think all too often we don't think that we can say that. Mm -hmm. Like, like, oh, they asked me a question. I have to answer it. No, you don't. No, you don't have to. You can just say no. 
let's say somebody says, um, uh, are you coming to the holiday? This includes the holiday. Will you be here for Thanksgiving? No. Yeah. No. No. And I don't have to say why. No. No. Yeah. I mean, it's probably, you know, uh, we got other plans. We have things we have to do. We've got some stuff going on. But no, we're not going to be there. What are they going to say? Well, what are you doing? Probably. Why aren't you coming? Yeah. Got some other stuff planned. Uh, but thank you for inviting us. Always be cordial and polite. But thank you. I appreciate it. We won't be there. Right? So let's say on the other end of this, you're the hostess with the mostest. You've got every asshole in the family coming. Okay? <laughs> that you can barely stand. But... You are doing it anyways. You're white-knuckling it yet through another holiday. And wh- this is the number one reason why everybody hates holidays, right? Is because either they're not invited or they're invited and they don't like the people that are there or they're pissed at the people that didn't want them there because the people will take revenge and not invite them to holidays. And if it's either there's a reason for it or there isn't a reason for it, it doesn't matter. It's hurtful in any way, shape, and form. That's why we see so typically so many suicides around the holidays. So let's say that you're the person who has decided to have everybody over and you are overwhelmed. What, what would it look like? How bad would it be if you asked for help? Oh, what, for the people who are there? Yeah. Oh, not at all. Like, hey, can you do this or hey, can you do that? Yeah. Oh, I do it all the time when someone comes in and says, Good oh, for can you. I help. I got a job for you. Well, you work a show with a, with a therapist, okay? <laughs> That's You it. have a much healthier attitude. There we go. Absolutely. No, but I think it's okay to say, you know, can you, you know, can you put this out or can you put this? Or if someone says, what can I bring? It's okay bring. to say. Absolutely. Here's the thing. I always bring something. Even when people say don't bring, mm-hmm. I'm bringing something. I, I show up with something. So it just makes it easier if you tell me what you need because I'm, I'm coming with something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So um, you delegate the workout. Get on the phone. Quit trying to be, you know, Susie Homemaker, Betty Crocker, D all the above. Look at everything I've got. And then you can't even enjoy the day. Mm-hmm. You're so stressed out about getting everything just right. Just accept it for what it is. Like you said, it's a dinner. It's a lunch, it's a brunch, whatever it is, accept it for what it is. It's one time, one day. Why not make the best of it? Hey, you know what? Can you bring this? Can you bring that? Can you bring dessert? I'll bring this, you bring that. Delegate out. We Someone set the table. Somebody help me get everything together. Delegating the workout is going to help you have a better time, but it doesn't make you look like less of a person. But often people think that it makes them look weak or that they haven't done enough. And we don't want... You know, we don't want anybody to think our holiday wasn't perfect. And they never are. They never are. So accepting that you're going to be having people there that are going to be difficult. You also have the ability to say, it's over when you see things starting to go south. It's over. You know, we're, we're done here. You know, I'm going to start cleaning up. Somebody help me start cleaning up. And that kind of gives the tone of time for everybody to exit. Mm-hmm. So you can enjoy your holiday. What is your ultimate holiday? How, what, do you, how, what do you like to do? Well, I always, I mean, I like having my family over and having Christmas. <coughs> I usually host Christmas Eve and I like having everybody over and, you know, hosting Christmas Eve. So that's always a good memory for mm-hmm. me. But mm-hmm. I like going, you know, I like going places and letting someone else do something for part of the holiday too. Absolutely. I don't have to do every holiday. Mm-hmm. And so for me, 
as um, as far as the um, mariatrical line goes, I should be second after my sister, and I should be taking over holidays. But my niece had a bunch of kids, like six kids, and her husband has five. So that kind of took the you know, mm-hmm. took it out from under me on the holidays thing. So I tried to force it and I did a couple holidays and I thought, and remember I was a trained chef for many, many years. So I'm putting out these elaborate meals and um, they're eating like a roll, the kids, okay, <laughs> a roll and maybe a couple pieces of turkey. The adults are eating, but I'm like, that's a lot of work for me to do. And why do I feel underappreciated because nobody wants me to have the holiday because I live way out in the country and they would prefer to have it over here because everybody can get there quicker and and they want to do all the cooking and I bring something. You know what? I'm going to accept that and I'm going to go for it. That's fine. Right. It's great. Right. If I want to have somebody over for dinner, I'll have them over for dinner. But I gave up my rights to the holidays because it made more sense. So we have to... Be realistic about the holidays and understand that it may not be as you want it to work. It may not come out. Where's my place? Where's my thing? Who invited me? How come I haven't been invited? But it needs to be, you need to take all of that out. And if you're uncomfortable with the people you're going to be around, don't go. Say no. If you do go, have an exit plan. Know when you're going to be leaving and what you want to do. Accept the people that are there that you don't care for and know that you made the choice to go. So just know that and be as polite as possible and, you know, leave when you're ready to go. Like you've told them, I'll only be here till five or six and leave. Uh, And or say, I'm not having any holiday at all. I'm having a few friends over. And that way you can enjoy the holidays instead of being financially ruined and also feeling as though you haven't been appreciated. Do you agree with that? I agree. It's not an easy thing. Not a, No, not at all. But worth doing. It is worth doing. And the holidays are a great time. It's a beautiful time. You can create your own memories with your own family, your own friends. This doesn't have to be white-knuckled through. This should be a very happy and very exciting experience for everybody. Happy holidays, Gina. Happy holidays, Liz. Thank you. The information in this podcast is for educational purposes only and is not meant to replace treatment or diagnosis by a qualified mental health professional. 